Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. It is a snowy, chilly Wednesday here. As soon as I'm, as soon as I'm off the podcast, I get to go feed my horses. They need a bale. It's time. And get horsey snuggles, so that'll be good. So, yeah. So I wanted to to talk today about intuitive resilience. And yeah, I've been having kind of a rough couple weeks, as I'm sure a lot of you can relate to. And so how do we how do we get through it or how do we process it without letting it discourage us? And it's interesting because with my energy clearing work that I do, I had an energy clearing client this last few days ago and you know when I got up that morning I was just so down I was you know like I I laughed about not having Christmas spirit but I seriously was felt like more than that it just felt heavy and that nothing I was doing was going to help anything and it was really uncomfortable and I thought wow I'm really letting the whole world get to me. I need to shake this off. I will do my own energy clearing after I'm finished with the clients. But as those of you that know, when you're empathic, (laughs) that's exactly what happens. I was tuning into her energy. And so after I did the big energy clearing for her, I just, it was completely different. Completely different. I was like, oh, good. But isn't that what we do? We immediately think it's always us when you're empathic. It's it's always you. It's always your fault. It's always something you're doing. And we need to work through that. That's where the intuitive resilience comes in because the more you work on your intuition and being able to tune in and feel what you're feeling and know what you're knowing and knowing if it's yours or somebody else's, it makes a huge, huge difference in processing and, you know, dealing with the challenges that life throws at us constantly. So I found that very interesting. And because the client was really, really far away, and even though I know this works, it still never fails to enchant me when it does. It's just yay. So cool. And so my my challenges the last couple of weeks, yeah, let me, I'll I'll share those with you because it's entertaining. I tried to write the blog post about it, but um, due to physical challenges, I couldn't. I haven't been able to yet. So (laughs) I uh, was out doing my chores, and it's winter very winter. I have spike 
cleat things on my boots, which I am so happy about. I'd had brunch that day with a friend, and we were laughing about um, how much we adore our cleats, and do you think I could remember the name? So, of course, we got a big chuckle, so I had a really great day until. So I'm out doing chores, and uh, I feed the bulls, and only one bull comes in, and so I'm calling my other ones, and and then I go feed my replacement heifers, which never fails to make me smile because I get to pet them, and they're cute, and they're little, and they're sassy. It's cute. And so I petted them all, and and I was walking back, and I had the bucket in one hand, and I look up the hill, and I see a bull in the bale feeder stuck. I, like, shake my head a bit. I could not believe my eyes. Was I really seeing what I was seeing? Why, yes, yes, I was. And then I tripped over frozen fertilizer hard. And I crashed on my knees and I sprained my thumb of my right hand. So, luckily, I can still energy clear, but like texting and typing sometimes, it, yeah. Um, I use that wrap to brace it up and then I can do more things, but yeah, I crashed so hard. And so I get up, and I'm limping to the gate, and I let myself out. I scared my little heifers, too, poor things. And I'm thinking in my mind, um, how on earth am I going to get that bull out of this bale feeder? I just do not know. And I'm trying not to cry from the pain, because then the tears would freeze to my face, and that would just not be helpful. So I limp to the shed put the bucket back in the feed bin, and I walk through the horse pen to trap the bulls that are down so that when I go up there to try to figure out how I'm going to help this other bull, I don't have their help. The horses felt sorry for me and gave me some nice snuggles on my way by as I'm limping, trying not to cry. I walk partway up the hill because then I'm thinking, um, what if he gets himself out and he's mad? I can't run. I can't leap over a fence. So I confirm that, yes, he is stuck in the bale feeder. And it's not a big bale feeder. It's only a one bale bale feeder. I mean, I've had other cows get stuck, not even get stuck, but put themselves in the bigger bale feeders, and they turn themselves around and get them out. But I'm like, okay, well, this is a plot twist I was not expecting. So I limp back to the house, call my husband to say, uh, can you come home? soon as possible because we have a bull stuck in the bale feeder and I really don't know how I'm going to get him out. He was like complete silence and he's like, how the, and I said, I don't even know. I can't even answer these questions for you right now. So then I limp to my bale truck and I go feed my big herd. And have I mentioned we have a lot of snow? And you know, when I looked at my bale truck and unplugged it and started it, I thought, huh, there's a whole bunch of snow on the roof. That's probably going to slide off. I wonder if I should clear it. Nah. Nah. You know how we do. I don't feel like it. So, yeah, went out. My bales were being challenging. They decided not to unroll today, and so they would fall off the bales and just it was just a lot 
I'm on my second bale of feeding because it's so cold and snowy. I'm a little bit grumpy. I mean, I'm also in pain. I had to use my right, my left hand to run the bale deck controls because um, my thumb hurts on my right hand. And so the bale is being difficult. And in my wisdom, I decided I'm just going to drive faster and hopefully it'll unroll more. Well, I had to swerve from a tree because, remember, I'm a little bit grouchy. And guess what? I put on the brakes and all the snow slid down, covered my windshield. I had to stop, use my wipers to clear some of it, and then I kept going and I ran over a big rock, big. And I ran over it with the front of the truck and I just stopped got out, saw that I there was no way for me to get it, to go around it, because that's just not my wheelhouse, man. And again, trying not to cry, because, you know, tears will freeze to the face. I phone my husband and say, um, I hope you're on your way home. He's like, yeah, why? Now what? Well, I ran over a big rock, and I'm not confident to get myself out of it, so guess what? You have to come do it. He's like, okay. So I unload the bale, and I push it for the cows a bit, trying to vent out some frustrations by, you know, the physical exercise. And then I climbed back up on the bale truck and just stood there observing the world, enjoying my cows, watched a highland play with the bale and push it around some more. That was completely entertaining. Made my day a little bit brighter. Had the grouchy cow side-eye me, swore at her for a bit because that felt good and then my husband came home luckily he wasn't very far away and he just smiles puts some blocks under the one tire drives off doesn't hurt anything and I get back in the bail truck and take it back to the house so then he goes up to check on the bull thinking that he was going to have to hacksaw him out and took a blanket to cover the bull's head so he's not freaked out but that wasn't going to work So then he gets the bale truck and decides he's going to have to pull, like lift up the bale feeder so the bull can get out. So we all went, and we're trying to be cautious because my bull is, like, not happy. He's missing out on his pellet feed, and he's stuck in this bale feeder, and he is grouchy. He's got snot flying, and he's all high-headed, and so we're being cautious because we don't want to get run over by him when we get him out. He turns himself around somehow and gets his own self out. Okay, that was a definite celebration. Woo woo. And so, problem solved. So we go back in and we're done all the chores and start to cook supper and and we notice the water pressure is a little bit low, but we're all tired, we're exhausted. So when that has happened, it's either the cows are all drinking or there's a leak in one of the um, water fountains, and then we have to go deal with it. So when my husband went to work the next morning, we had a plan. He was going to get extra salt. I was going to go in daylight and check. So my son has a shower because he has to go to school that day, and I noticed the water pressure really bad. And I'm like, oh, great. I better go out as soon as I can see. Well, the drinkers were all fine, but there was a leak in my spare house where the water system is, a huge leak. There's flooding everywhere. I phoned my husband. Because I'm freaking out and I need someone to, like, 
calm me down and find out where all the stuff is because at that, those moments I could not think. He doesn't answer, and I'm like, oh, no, you don't. And I used all of my energy to say, you answer this phone, you answer this phone, phone him back, and he did answer. So I got everything shut off, <clears throat> dealt with the flood. And in my, so, okay, how is this resilience and intuition related? Okay, so I dealt, we dealt with all of that. It was a hot mess, but we dealt with it. I had to go get my husband because he was getting his truck fixed, and my tires were all low, and I was convinced that I was going to have a flat tire on the way to town. Okay, so when you're in the crisis chaos, your intuition is there, but we ignore it. Our, our like knowing, our knowing intuition. So what we need to do is we need to tune into our body intuition. So when I fell, and I was limping. My body intuition, I mean, even though I was in pain, I could feel that I could solve the problem, but it was going to take me steps, and it was going to take some time, and I needed to calm myself down and get all the rest of the chores finished, even though I was totally distracted the whole time trying to figure out how to solve the bull issue, that, of course, I created myself more problems. But the whole while... I knew it was solvable. You know that deep inner knowing? And that no matter how this was going to play out, it was going to be okay. Now, to be fair, I have done a ton of work energetically on myself to heal things and to, you know, release trauma and all of that. And so I knew in my body intuition that it was going to be okay. Bumpy, yes, but it was going to be okay. And so I had, you know, done a chakra clearing not long before that, and that's what helped. And when I energy clear, I usually do a chakra clearing for everybody and a blessing boost, but okay. So even though it was bumpy and I seriously just wanted to curl up and cry, but again, couldn't, too cold, had things to do, just like the cowgirls have to, when it's winter, we have to like plan out our showers because if we have to go outside for anything, you don't want wet hair. I know. Struggle is real, man. Okay. And so even though it was a mess and I was in pain, I knew that it would be okay because I have shored up and practiced my spidey senses so much that there was a, a foundation of inner knowing that it would be okay. That's where I want you all to get. Because no matter what, I mean, there's challenges and hardships, but knowing that you can figure it out, that you have that intuitive resilience to figure it out no matter what is huge. Now, to be fair, some days are way harder than others. I'm still dealing with bumps and bruises and vet wrap on my hands so that I can type things and work, but I know that it will be okay. I mean, it's taking some time. We still have the water shut off to the other house while we fix the leaks. We had to get the furnace guy to come out, and I have to go check my furnace today because it was a hot mess, but it will be okay. We do have the capabilities of solving it. <laughs> 
and sometimes it's taking those moments of complete meltdown to clear the cruddy energies so you can move forward with clarity. Nothing wrong with a meltdown, <laughs> although you can't do it outside when it's winter and you need to cry. Actually, I still haven't cried about it all because I just figured it out, and it'll be okay. Not easy, bumpy, harsh. And so work on keeping your energy solid. Do the things that you, where you can juggle the, the struggles, the challenges with the, okay, I got this. This time, at these moments, it's going to be okay. We're okay. I mean, because let's face it, the world is chaos, and it's really easy to get caught up in it and lose hope, faith. But try your best to tune in to the hope and faith and joy, even if it's for those little pockets of moments. When I stood on the back of my bail truck, my thumb hurting, my knee hurting, and watched my highland play with the bale, I latched onto that. I intuitively, energetically grabbed that joy and used it to carry me through the rest of the challenges. And that's what intuitive resiliency is all about, being able to tune into that. It's going to be okay when you need it. And then using that energy so that you can problem solve in a creative manner. And problem solve indeed, because that seems like what we're doing. We're trying to find creative ways to get through what we're all dealing with without getting sucked into the depression. And it's like the holidays. It's Christmas time, and Christmas time is not easy. You know, we're all trying to, you know, live the Hallmark movies of the joy and it all works out. And it does. It does work out. But getting there is hard. And, you know, we've been in crisis mode for how long now? And we still are. And Christmases don't look the same. And we're all longing for that time of normalcy when it didn't feel so hard. But the reality is that's not where we're at right now. And you need to get into that intuitive resiliency. And you can. I have faith in you. I mean... It might seem like a lot, and it is, but we can do it. Take it one step at a time. Figure out those problems. Solve them. Celebrate solving them. I had to totally redo a computer issue yesterday and factory reset my laptop because I don't know what happened, but it was a mess. And it took me all day because it took me steps, stages, and figuring it out. But I am completely celebrating that I got it done. Do that. Shake up your energy. Balance all the chaos with those pockets of joy. Find things to smile about. Find things to laugh about. I know it's hard. It truly, truly is. I'm going to, I'm not doing a full-on energy clearing this week from my Psychic Cowgirl page just because I'm busy and there's a lot. But I am going to do, so we're going to do a chakra balancing guided imagery today. 
but I am going to do a blessing boost and chakra balancing tomorrow through the energy clearing just to reinforce it all for us because, wow, it's hard. You know, it's hard to balance the struggling, challenging information news, things that are happening with trying to feel joyful and celebrate our holiday. I, yeah, I have this tiny little tree this year because I just didn't have it in me to take out the big tree. It was in my other house that I was, like, mopping up water, so, you know. And so I did find this little tree that I had and put it out. And when my son came home from university yesterday, he goes in the living room, he's like, oh, <laughs> Like, never mind. It's been a rough couple of weeks. But my animals are healthy. My family's healthy. We'll get through this, even though my husband hit some deer this morning and we have to deal with that. It's okay. It is okay. I do have to go check on everything this morning and feed my horses and check and make sure the furnace is still running in my other house, which, yeah. See, can you feel my... Okay. Can you all feel my energy get heavy when I talk about all of this? But it's reality. And so on the flip side of that, I'm going to totally enjoy petting my horses. I'm going to go get them some apple treats, and I'm going to enjoy them, the way they smell, how happy they're going to be with their fresh bale. Try to simplify and balance or juggle the happy pockets of joy with all the challenges. I know there's more challenges than pockets of joy, but there is pockets of joy. And I'm going to do what I can to send us all a blessing boost and balance our chakras so we can get that intuitive information to know that we will be okay. It's hard, though. Yeah. I'm doing my best to make it easier for all of us energetically, but it's not not all days are good days. And some days, watching the Hallmark Christmas movies are just too much. <laughs> but I have bulls I can go swear at because apparently they do foolish things. Oh, yeah, my little bull, he put himself back in the bale feeder the next day, and we had to lift it off of him, and now they lost those bale feeder privileges. We had to go take it away because he just couldn't be trusted. Okay, buddy. Like, yeah. Why? I don't know why. Dude, my good dude, you are just making poor choices. And so I have to rearrange things so that you can make better choices because that's how I roll. I feel like that is my job, just the butler for all the livestock and pets. Mm Mm-hmm. But I guess they do give me joy, too. So I guess it balances out, right? Okay. So as I see the snow coming down even quicker, I need to go and feed my horses. So let's do our guided imagery chakra balancing. And then I can go do my chores. All right. These are pre-recorded to make my life easier today because i got a lot going on. And so here we go. 
becoming aware of breathing. Just notice it for a few moments. Take these moments to gently focus on the breath. Then let's take three big deep breaths as deeply as possible, beginning to release and then letting go. These are the breaths that signal it's time to go within. Three big deep breaths. Breathe in calm. Breathe out stress. Breathing deeply, deeply breathing. Now, as the normal, natural breathing begins occurring, imagine a gentle, warm, balmy breeze as it wafts around, wafting around your head, your neck, your shoulders. And with every breath, as the breeze continues to move gently around, there's a gently and easily releasing and a letting go feeling going on, becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. Across the upper back and circling around through the chest, a warm and nurturing feeling as this breeze continues to comfort down both arms, hands, and fingers, releasing and letting go. And with every breath taken, perhaps there may begin to be some wondering. Is it a breathing of the breeze? Or is the breeze breathing me? With every breath, the breeze continues, circling around through the mid-back and around through the solar plexus, every breath drifting deeper now, the gentle sensations of this warm, balmy breeze as it continues around through the lower back and circling around through the belly, releasing and letting go. As you were coming more and more comfortable with every breath. This lovely breeze continues moving around, around thighs, knees, calves and ankles, and around through your feet, now and with every breath, becoming completely and thoroughly comfortable, calm, and at ease, being at one with the breeze, and this breeze still gently, easily moving all around and all through, so that at five, four, three, two, one, zero, deeply, deeply, deeply relaxed, deeply relaxed.
This is a meditation to balance and cleanse our chakras. I'd like you to sit up straight, have your feet flat on the floor, nothing crossed. Just give yourself a nice breath in and out. I would like you to visualize or imagine deep, thick roots growing out the bottom of your feet, deep, deep into Mother Earth. Feel yourself grounding and connecting with Mother Earth with those deep, thick roots. Nice breath in and out. Now, imagine or visualize a white ball of energy coming up from each of those roots into the bottom of your feet. Visualize or imagine those balls of light traveling up your leg. You may feel a warm, tingling sensation. Move those balls of light up your leg, through your shin, past your knees, up your thighs, higher, higher. And then both balls of white light are going to join together at your root chakra, at your pelvis. Your root chakra deals with feelings and energies of having the right to be here. The root chakra is symbolized as red. I want you to imagine or visualize a red ball. Symbolism is personal, but I want you to have something that you're focusing on. So if it's a red ball, I want you to start spinning it until it's bright, shiny, shiny red. Right now it may look cloudy or dirty. It may be really big or it may be really small. I want you to spin this ball of energy until it's shiny, bright, sparkly red. Spinning, spinning. The root chakra deals with energies of money, career, home, needs, and possessions. So it's really important to have this one balanced. I want you to spin it, spin it, spin it until it's bright and shiny. If you are having trouble visualizing or imagining, Archangel Raphael will be there to help you. Archangel Raphael is also going to vacuum away all the cruddy energy that comes off your chakras. So spinning, spinning, spinning. We like to give this one a really good cleanse. Spin it just a smidge more. Fantastic. You are doing great. Okay. Now this one is all shiny clean and it's in your body. Again, there's no way to do this wrong. Now, I want you to move up to your sacral chakra, which is located midway between your pelvis and the base of your spine. This one's an orange ball of light. I want you to spin that one. This is where we have our feelings and emotions. Let's spin that one until it's bright, shiny orange. This is where we are able to set boundaries when we have this one balanced feeling joy. Let's really spin that one and give it a nice big cleanse. Spinning, 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 spinning. For all of us that have trouble saying no at times, you can feel why it would be important to have this one balanced. Excellent. Give it a few more spins until it's bright, shiny orange. You guys are doing fabulous. Okay, now that that one feels good, move up again to our solar plexus chakra. This one is the yellow one. 
This one is where we can make choices, we set our intentions through this one, and have our will to do things. It involves self-direction, self-esteem, and the power of transformation. So let's spin this yellow light until it's bright, shiny, and sparkly clean. Spinning, spinning. Nice. Focus on spinning that one a little more. Perfect. I can feel all the energies flying off to be vacuumed away. We're going to feel so good after this. All right. So now that that one's all shiny, let's move up to our heart chakra. This one's green. This one deals with love and I give, I care, forgiveness generosity. So let's spin this heart chakra until it's shiny green and infused with sparkles. We want to have a pretty heart chakra. And spinning, 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 spinning. Fabulous. Let's keep spinning that one. You're doing great. Spin it some more. Feels like everybody's is nice and sparkly, shiny. Okay, great. Now that that one's back in place, let's move up to our throat chakra. This one is blue. We're going to spin that ball of light energy until it's shiny. This is the one where we have expression, where we listen, where we can communicate. It's all about using our voice. So let's spin, spin, spin this one. We can communicate clearly. Spinning, spinning. Fantastic. If you find that your throat chakra feels out of balance often, grab a sodalite or a lapis lazuli. Those stones will really help with that. I wear them when doing the radio show. It's really, really helpful. Okay, let's spin that one just a little bit more. You're doing fantastic. Okay, now that that one's all clean, let's move up to our third eye chakra located in our foreheads. This one has to do with telepathy, intuition, imagination, visualizing, all that good stuff that you've been doing. So this one is the darker purple color, and we're going to spin it until it's very sparkly. Nice. Keep spinning. Our intuition's located here, so we like to have this one clean so we can get our messages right. Keep spinning. Excellent. Spinning, spinning. Perfect. Kate, now that it's nice and shiny, clean, deep, deep purple. I see a lot of yours as deep, deep purple. Beautiful. Okay, let's move up to our crown chakra located at the top of our head. Now, this one is a pale violet, or you might see it as clear. We're going to spin that ball of light until it's bright, shiny, clean, and sparkly. This is where our psychic and intuitive abilities can be found. Our faith, our connection to the divine, ability to trust life, values, ethics, courage. 
Lots of stuff happened in this crown chakra. So let's spin that one until it's really, really clean. Excellent. Great, you guys have been working on this. This one was pretty clean. Okay, so let's put that one where it's supposed to go. And remember, there's no way to do this wrong. Just the act of listening to my voice and doing this exercise will create the energies and it will happen. It's as simple as that. Let's visualize or imagine that ball of light again, just right above your, your head. And then you're gonna move it down, down through your face, down through your neck, down through your chest, down through your, your pelvis. That ball of light is going to break into two, and each ball of light is going to go down thighs, past your knees. You're going to feel refreshed, able to focus. You're going to have a lot of clarity after this meditation. Continue sending that ball of light through past your knees, down your shins, and out the bottoms of your feet and ground you deep, deep, deep into Mother Earth. And then you can bring your awareness back to the room, back to your body. Meditation is about doing what feels natural to you. You're letting the energy do the work. It takes a little trust, takes a little faith, but if you practice it, you can come back to this meditation anytime and replay it. Have an excellent day. How does that feel? Does it feel like you can go forward and face the challenges of your day now? I do, actually. Now that we've done this meditation, as I look out at the snow, I'm like, it's okay. I got this. I can do this. Okay. So, just to recap, intuitive resiliency, make sure you stay grounded Keep that firm foundation, and if you need to vent out your energies, find ways to do that. Me pushing that bale around definitely helped. I had to ground my energies to stop myself from crying because that would just be more painful than the release it would offer. So remember that you've got this, even on the days you think you don't, and take it in little steps. You really need to use all your strategies and tools that you've been practicing, that you've been, you know, learning about. Write out your energies, write out your emotions, feelings, if that's what works for you. Stomp around your house if that's what works for you. Listen to music that creates movement or dance if that works for you. Really use your tools and your strategies for stress. Because this is bumpy, and we're in it, that's the reality, and we need to work ourselves through it. So now that we've balanced our chakras and we are going to work on on our intuitive resiliency, I do have an energy clearing package for that if you're interested. Send me a message. I'm going to send you all a big hug and a blessing. And I will chat with you in 2022 crazy. 
You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. dot com.